Hello everyone and welcome to a severely technically challenged episode of the Semicast. My name's David Shack, and hopefully on the other end of this weird contraption I have sitting next to me with lots of wires connected to things is Anthony Murphy. Are you there? I'm here. Ground control to Major Tom. Excellent. I'm glad you're there. This is about as far away from our normal setup as we can possibly get. Uh, I'm not sure if you want me to describe the whole encompassing piece of my situation to you, but um, I could... I'm just imagining something out of the end of Akira, some kind of machine that you've built out of flesh and, and wires. And I can tell you the whole story about how I kind of got to where I am. Uh, so I've, right. I'm kind of halfway through moving up to Brisbane, working up here. So, you know, I've kind of got a half of my system is still at home, half of it's here, I've got my PC here, I've got a laptop, I've got some recording devices. Uh, we tried to do it through the PC the usual way, but that didn't seem to work for some reason. So I'm going to describe to you the scene as it exists now. And uh, you didn't know half of this story, so it's going to be, <laughs> half of this is going to be interesting to you. And uh, So I had to work a little bit later, so I rushed back from work. To the apartment because I knew that last night when we tried this, I was having some severe technical problems and that needed to be solved. So I kind of haven't really had any dinner yet. I ran to the apartment. I started setting stuff up. I scrambled for some dinner. So what I have with me is pretty much what I have in the apartment, which is I've had some corn chips, which I'm not going to eat on air because, you know, they are the worst food to eat while well, you've got a microphone stuck to your mouth. But what I do have is I have some um, 70% lint chocolate. I have a bottle of mineral water. I have a glass of wine. And I found some complimentary strawberries that were in the fridge from the Airbnb. So it's pretty much the most romantically lonely <laughs> dinner you could possibly so have. To go. I'm absolutely ready. And to top it all off, because this is actually the quietest area of the apartment, I'm sitting in my bed. <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm all romanticed up, ready to go. Um, this yep. is gonna. This is gonna go places. And the recording setup seals is "Kiss from a Rose" playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, you're coming to me live from the phone. So I've got the phone plugged in. Hopefully, it's not going to go flat. I think it's charging. I'm too scared to touch it again. And we're both going into a Tascam recorder, which I believe works because it worked last time I touched it, and I haven't touched it again. So as long as I don't touch things while I'm sitting here in the bed, getting myself licked up, we should be golden. You should absolutely not touch yourself while sitting in bed. I'm not touching anything. My hands are above the sheets. I'm yep. holding. Actually, I do have a handheld mic, which I have to hold because I don't have my usual setup. So if there's any mic noise, it's probably me. Uh, how are you? All right. Are you having some fun? Yeah. Are you uh, in a compromising well, everything- position? No, everything is just the way that it was the last time we recorded here, so it's quite comfortable here. The central heating's on. I've had a cup of coffee and a biscuit, and yeah, ready to go. Excellent. Well, um, so because I've been really busy looking for houses and starting a new job, I kind of haven't had really had a chance to kind of catch up on any gaming news, which is all right, because I'm pretty sure absolutely nothing's happened since last time we spoke. Nothing in the game. No. There has been no news. It's been pretty quiet. We can just kind of relax and chat amongst ourselves about random things. Like, there's nothing. There's, mm. there's been no, no, nothing. Sure, has there been anything? No, not that I know of. I think that yeah, like it's it's the middle of the year, so there's not like Christmas games being released or anything like that. So yeah, this yeah. is traditionally a very dead time. Yeah, absolutely. So do we just wrap it up now? I mean, what have you been? Yeah, planning? I think so. Anything? Have you been, no, nothing. 
Yeah, no, well, I've I've got to head up to level 15 and let it die, so... Okay, fair enough. Wow, level 15. Yeah. I got... I think I'm I'm maxing out on 13. Yeah, I, it's tough. I did bring my PlayStation up. It's sitting out in the other room, plugged into the TV, but it's a very small TV, and it's very far away from the couch, and I'm not sure... You're packing sure. all those pixels into such a small area. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just not sure whether it's appropriate for me to totally rearrange an Airbnb just so I can be closer to the TV. As long as you put it back. I suppose. I've got another couple of days here, so I don't know. Maybe that's enough time. We can only hope. So, yeah. Let it die. How's that going? How's your... That's going okay. Um, I finally got a copy of Persona 5, oh, right, which okay. I spoke about last week. So, obviously, you've just left that on the shelf and you haven't been playing that. That's fine. No, I sort of drifted into Persona 5 and stayed there for a little while, and then I drifted back out into Let It Die. Yeah, yeah. W- when I play Persona 5, I kind of want to sit down for a couple of hours. Um Whereas let it die, I can run in and invade somebody's stuff and smash all their crap up and then leave. Because it's not a short game. <laughs> Let's be let honest. Let it die or Persona 5? Persona 5. Well, let either. No. I mean, technically, I suppose let it die can continue on forever. It doesn't really have an overarching story, I don't believe. Mm, well, we've got some news about that, but we'll leave that until later on. But okay. Yeah, so let it, let it die is going okay. I, I kind of like it's getting grindy now, but I kind of approach it in rather than trying to run myself up against the grind when i log on i just think what do i want to do today do i want to do a quest do i want to go and try and get a little bit higher do i want to invade somebody else's stuff and that sort of kept it interesting still yeah cool okay Um, there's all these different things to do and i just got to figure out what i want to do when i get online and how much material you you want to carry back versus how many weapons you want to carry I've been um, sending out expeditions to other people's games and i've learned that i'm a little bit of a prick in the way that i do that just in general um yeah, because like it, nothing really changes how what you get from an expedition. So people just usually send naked level one fighters. So the guy yeah, you're sending, right. you know, a person to doesn't have to deal with anything too <laughs> too tough. Um, and they usually only send them for an hour because it does the rewards don't change if you send them for longer, at least not by much. But yeah, yeah. no, I'm sending like fully geared level forty nine guys for twenty four hours because <laughs> I didn't know any better. It's your uh, crack elite unit. Yeah. And he's like, hey, what's going on? Stop it. They say that you're not supposed to win. You're not supposed to beat the person you send um, the fighter against because you get the same reward anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I really I really like seeing it when my fighter wins. <laughs> <laughs> I have to think that somebody somewhere is really annoyed with me. Always be winning. That's your motto. Yep. And that has uh, let, manifested let in die. a bunch of invasions on my <laughs> thing and people <laughs> sending fighters after me. So Retaliation strikes. Yeah. Well, there is actually a thing in the game for both raids and for expeditions where you can retaliate against yeah, people yeah. who have sent things to you. I haven't so yeah, that was uh, loaded it up for a while, so I've probably been attacked a lot of times. I think after seven days, it delists you and you stop being attacked. Oh, well, that's okay then. Yeah. I'm particularly annoyed at the moment because I had 14,000 splithium that I hadn't been able to spend. Yeah. Um, and I had to log off last night because it was late, so I'm expecting that to be mostly gone when I log on today. Oh, well. Easy come, easy go. Well, and you can just raid and get some more. Other than that, it's mostly been Persona 5, which uh, is pretty damn good, pretty damn stylish. You're enjoying it? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, so did you finish Persona 4? I did finish Persona 4. I have not finished Persona 3 or 2, nor have I finished Persona 3 FES or any of the other sort of side games. Or the fighting game that goes along with it? The fighting game? I th- they made they made a dancing game. Oh, oh no, it? you mean Persona 4 Arena or Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Yes. I've played the first one. I haven't finished the, either of them, I don't think. Okay. Yeah, there was also a dancing rhythm game called Persona 4 Dancing All Night. 
Of course there was. <laughs> yes. Why? Because why not? Exactly. I'm waiting for the um, uh, MOBA persona. Yes. Persona. You seem to play as a um, a high school student, surprise, surprise, in Persona mm-hmm. games, and you there was a girl being assaulted by a guy, and you stepped in and pushed the guy over, and then he sued you, and yep. for some reason you've been sentenced to live with a weird guy that runs a coffee shop in a city that's not your own city. I'm not sure why. Well, that checks out. That's a yeah. that you've uh, got yourself a Japanese game right there. Yeah, never mind the the verdict of the girl who was being like the sorry evidence of the girl who's being assaulted or anything like that. I, I mean, I have to guess this stuff comes up later on, and they've got a good reason, but it just seemed weird. Probably it doesn't. doesn't help that the guy you live with kind of dresses like a pimp, and then said like, <laughs> but only on days where he's not working. And then when you get into his car, he says, "I'm not used to having guys sit in my front seat." And it's like, well, this is freaking weird. <laughs> I'd like um, to go somewhere else now, please. Yeah, exactly. So everyone's on your case about being like a criminal. And then you get your persona power and you kind of start this group of people called the Phantom Thieves. Mm. They don't steal Phantom comics or anything like that. Oh, okay. But um, what you do is like you can use this app on your phone to phase into like a world where people's sort of deepest desires have like manifested themselves yeah, and yeah. you steal their deepest desires. Sometimes you don't want those. Sometimes they no. should be left where the desires are the deepest Yes. Well, the example I'm going to give you and spoilers for like the opening, I guess, 20 hours, (laughs) maybe opening 10 hours of Persona 4, because this game moves slowly, uh, is that there's a teacher at your school who's a sports teacher and an ex-Olympian, and he kind of sees the like the school as his kingdom. Yep. And so when you go into the to the bad world, or it's like a castle and he's like the king and he's sort of using some pretty nasty training techniques on the volleyball team and there's rumours that he's going out with some of the high school girls and you kind of just have to take him down by stealing the thing that he holds most dear in the bad world and that causes him to confess in the good world to what he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of like that. Fair enough. Sounds, sounds fun. I've been, I do want to get a copy eventually. I'll probably get it digitally. When it's mm. on sale next time. It's uh, pretty much the same as the earlier Persona games, except there's kind of like a stealth element now where you have, rather than just running up and hitting monsters to start the fight, you kind of have to sneak up behind like furniture and there's like places where you can sort of conceal yourself when while monsters walk past and then you have to run out behind them and hit them to get like a ambush attack on them before combat starts. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Awesome. And if they see you, there's a certain percentage of points you've got in the dungeon where if they see you too many times, then you have to start the sort of level all over again. You yeah. know, things like that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad the universe finally decided that you deserved a copy and um, yeah. thrust one into your hands at a JB Hi-Fi. Now I'm seeing it, seeing it everywhere every time I go into JB. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I've still been keeping an eye out, but I haven't seen it. But then again, I've been going to the weird Brisbane JB Hi-Fis, which are incidentally yeah. exactly the same, but they just obviously don't have Persona 5. Yep, slightly warmer than the Melbourne JB Hi-Fi's. Yeah. The other thing is about my situation right now is that I'm, because I'm sitting in this bedroom pretty much with the door closed, so it's a bit quiet, and I don't have the air conditioner on in here, so it's slowly heating up. Okay, well, we'll try to make this quick then. <laughs> we'll see how long I last. The only other thing I've been playing is I went back into Marvel Heroes, just to have a bit of a look. Oh, yeah? And I, th- I think I spoke to Chris about this last week. Mm. I finally finished the original story when they bought the game out like two or three years ago. Yes, uh, and I'm playing through the add-on stuff, which I think came out around the time of like Thor two, maybe because yeah, yeah. it's all based around Loki and Asgard. And yep, and I just figured out what all the currencies do and what all the extra stuff they give you is. Um, yeah, yeah. And I got on the uh, got onto Team Up Heroes, where another hero follows you around and fights with you. Uh, yeah, I um, vaguely remember something about that. It's been a yeah. while since I've played. 
Fuck. You get Iron Man Mark II by default, and I wasn't really happy oh, wow, with cool. that because because I play as Gambit. Yeah, yeah. And sort of Gambit and Iron Man Mark II is not really the that's, the best thing. That's so the I, best-selling Marvel um, series, yeah. <laughs> Iron Gambit Man. Iron Gambit Man. So I went, I had put some money into the game ages ago because I was enjoying it. Whenever a free-to-play game, I enjoy it. I usually say, well, I'll just put 15 bucks in, and if I want something, I'll buy it just because... You know, they spent money making the game. Yeah, they exactly. should be paid for it. So I bought Ju- Jubilee is a team-up uh, hero. <laughs> right. Yeah, which, well, there you go. sort of suits, suits Gambit uh, much better. The issue is, is that you've got Gambit filling the screen with exploding playing cards and Jubilee filling the screen with exploding fireworks. And I have no idea what's going on. All I know is that Kingpin's health is going down. So that's okay. Yeah. yeah. When I played through... Diablo 3 on the PlayStation 4, that was exactly how that was. I was just hitting the button and the, I was just watching my health, making sure that that didn't go down too fast and I was all golden. It was all good. Yeah. Uh, I thought you were going to say that the only problem was that Jubilee was dressed in an Iron Man costume, so it was, she basically <laughs> looked exactly the same. Jubilee has uh, like rollerblades and kind of like 90 shades. Cool. So, yeah. So, she looks like um, Sasha Banks from the WWE. Possibly. She looks like Jubilee out of the 90s X-Men uh, cartoon, if you remember that one. That's um, yeah. probably the best one. So, yeah, that, right. that, that's what I've been playing. Cool. I haven't played much. I've played maybe an hour of Injustice. Uh, I tried to get oh, the, yes. the Wonder Woman costume, but that had already expired. So then I jumped in, into some Batman missions in the multiverse, and they're kind of fun. I'm just working my way through them, kind of get, getting some more gear and trying to equip characters i play i've been mainly playing as batman i'm trying to level him up to level 20 and then i'll move on to somebody else right what happens to batman when he gets to level 20 i just don't think he can get to level 21 i think that's where it maxes out and right. then you can just level up another character because some of the multiverse challenges require a specific character so then if you know it's a, if it's a level 13 multiverse challenge and you've got a level two superman and it needs a superman you need to level him up a little bit which is i mean yeah. that's the only real grind in that game i think but, you know, I'm still enjoying it, so I'm enjoying the grind. I don't really notice it that much. I'm just slowly getting better at playing Batman. I figured out another move, which is handy. Because <laughs> yeah. he's got a lot of moves where you kind of pull back and push forward, which I've never been traditionally good at while using a controller. But I'm slowly getting there with those. So now I can throw a Batarang, which is handy, because that's a Batman thing. Yeah, and yeah. well, that's, 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 that seems like a thing Batman would do. Yeah, generally. And that's kind of all I've been doing. I have, I did buy a couple of games because they were on sale in the PlayStation Store, but I haven't installed them because I'm on, again, Airbnb Wireless, so it's probably not a good idea for me to, I don't know, download 30-odd gig of game on someone else's internet when they've just gone, yeah, yeah, yeah you, you can use that. I'm not expecting the fact that, you know, I've brought a, a whole PC and a PS4 <laughs> trying to record a podcast on their internet. They're probably used to people just using their phones. So um, I do have in the bag somewhere um, Oli Oli, Bloodborne, and Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. So once I get onto some actual internet, I'll probably download those and give those a go. Yeah, I think I've got the first, that like Tomb Raider reboot, but I I never finished playing it. I should probably get back to that. I finished it. I really enjoyed it. I mean, it was Mm. a little bit light on the tombs. There was a lot of raiding and not so much tombs, so I think they've kind of fixed that on this one. Her origin story was the first one, and now I think she's already origined and yep. is ready for some tombs. We don't have to do Doctor Strange origin story anymore. No. That was at the point in the Marvel movies where I realized they're just doing origin stories for the, yeah, they're for just the next, them up next now. three years. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm not sure who else they've got to do origin stories with. What else is on the cards for, for Marvel? Uh, geez. They're doing well, Spider-Man got... again. They're doing Spider-Man yeah. Awakening, but I'm not sure whether that's an origin story or not. I think it's, uh, it's more Spider-Man of a following. Homecoming. Yeah. So I'm not sure whether that's just following on from where he was in the Avengers. So you, we, we've already kind of introduced him in the Avengers, and now we can yep. actually tell a story. Hopefully they do that. That's... Do you think we will get a Black Widow movie based on the um, the reception to Wonder, Wonder Woman? Probably. I've, mm. I went and saw Wonder Woman the other day. So across from where I am at work, there's actually a cinema that does $9 movies, and that's just yep. the standard price for movies. So rather than having to pay 20 bucks to go out, you can just pay 10 bucks and... So I've seen Wonder Woman, and I've seen The Mummy, the new uh, Tom Cruise version of The Mummy. Apparently that's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Right. Tom Cruise came in the end and rewrote the script. Oh, did he? So that, he, so that right. his character got a lot more <laughs> a lot yeah. more lines. Yeah. Um, it didn't really need... Yeah, yeah, it's just... I can see what they're trying to do, and this is part of their dark universe, so they're bringing back all the old monsters, so there'll be right. a Frankenstein one, and there'll be a Wolfman one, and there'll be a Dracula one, and there'll be... So this is the first one of those. Are they and trying to do a Marvel, like, but with classic cinema monsters? I think so, because this one also had uh, Russell Crowe in it as Jekyll and Hyde. So I think well, at that's some the- point we're going <laughs> to get a movie. Is that somebody, is somebody having a joke casting him as I that? I thought so. As <laughs> it only would have been better or more of a joke if they had have put Mel Gibson in. Yeah, they'd be throwing a phone at someone or something. <laughs> I don't know. Just insulting races, being mm. anti-Semitic or something. So, so we have two more origin stories. I guess we have the Black Panther movie and we have Captain Marvel, but that's 2018 and 2019. Yeah. So. Also on the DC side, you know, they have to still introduce The Flash and Aquaman mm. and do all those. So I thought Flash was already introduced because he's a Netflix TV series, isn't he? Are they basing it off the same Flash? I think so. It's the same actor, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I haven't really followed it that closely. Um, Hopefully, because then I don't have to do an origin story. Because he appeared briefly in that um, Batman vs. Superman oh, movie yeah, yeah, in like yeah. a dream. Yes, you're right. Mm. Okay, cool. One less origin story. We all win. Yay. Uh, one of the things I did find, which was kind of fun, in the arcade next to the cinema, I was wandering around and just going, okay, ticket game. Playing some Dance Dance Revolution. Dance Dance Revolution, like Daytona, all the car games. Yep. I was about to give up and I turned right at the end. I was like, hang on a second. Those are some candy cabs. There's some fighting games here. Mm. So they had Tekken, one of the Tekkens. I didn't really stop to check out that. They had um, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and oh. they had uh, King of Fighters 12. And King of Fighters 12. Okay. Yeah. It's, I don't think it's one of the best King of Fighters. So I sat down and I, I ran over to the change machine, got my change, my $20 and $2 coins, and I went to sit down because I was killing some time waiting for the mummy. And I jumped into King of Fighters 12 and was just shocking at it. I got my ass handed to me in the first round. The controls were like super sloppy. Like these things have been used for years and years and years and never replaced. <laughs> and the joysticks are all wonky. So, okay, well, maybe it's just this one. So, I went around to Marvel vs. Capcom 2. It was exactly the same thing. And it feels like that they've ramped the difficulty up really, really high and given me really bad controls. And it's purely a money making exercise. So, this is an expert level Marvel versus Capcom. It was, I got my ass sent to me without, I, I didn't beat one character. And they beat all my three tag characters. So right. I'm not sure if... Because I, I, I can remember last time I played Marvel's Capcom 2 in an arcade was only three months ago, I would say. 
and I got through the first kind of four to five levels. So I'm not Did sure. Did you try the Randall strategy of just mashing all the buttons at once? Yeah, vaguely. But, you know, <laughs> I was trying everything and it just wasn't working. So I don't know. So rather than me having super close arcade King of Fighters and Marvel vs. Capcom 2, I've just got really bad close King of Fighters 12, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and Tekken. Right. Maybe I should try Tekken. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Well, yeah. The only thing that can happen is you'll just lose $2. That's fair. And I've still got a pile of $2 coins over there on the bench. So maybe I should I'm just- surprised they didn't have one of those cards that you charge things up with. Yeah, I don't know. There was a change machine. I used it. It worked. Did the- Was the change machine set to a higher level of difficulty <laughs> I too? Know. I don't know. It just had two buttons on it. Two and one. So I hit the two button because yep. that was higher than the one. Yep. All right. So that's pretty much all, all I've done. I've been pretty rubbish on the game front, but hopefully that changes soon. Hopefully, uh, I hear back tomorrow or the next day whether we've gotten a house to rent. And if so, that means I can move in as soon as I can. But that also means that I don't have a bed or a desk or a fridge or anything that's still down in Melbourne waiting to be shipped. So, who knows how long it's going to be before I can not sleep on the floor. But we'll see. You need to get yourself like a futon or something. Perhaps. Or just go to a camping store and get an air mattress. You could do that. A mattress and, and, just a, a and, a, and a tent. And then when your family arrives, just say, no one's allowed in the tent but me. <laughs> it's my tent. It's set up in the middle of the house. Go away. Um, so I don't know what the next recording session is going to be like. It might be the same thing. It might be, mm-hmm. although oh. probably with less me trying to ply myself with alcohol and chocolate and strawberries in a, in a bed. I won't have such luxuries. Live from the tent. It'll be me eating a takeaway pizza off the floor and trying not to get grease on all the equipment. Right. Okay. Well, that, that that sounds great. Let's do that. Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, let's move on to some news. You can tell me about mm. some news. What's been happening? Surely something's been happening. Let It Die is getting an expansion. Oh, is, is it? Is yeah. It, um, are they bringing out another death character? Um, is it uh, no, cousin, no. cousin death? No. They're, they're adding death. some level, level uncle love death. Love interest. They're adding uh, levels to the Tower of Barbs that seem to be kind of Tron-themed. Cool. And this was an announcement at E3. Wait, what's this E3 uh, thing you're talking about? Uh, it's just this, it's just a small trade show. Okay, no worries. Just happens um, in, a, on, in a backwater town somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It was on like the official PlayStation theme. Yep. There was a bunch of gung-ho developers there who were the developers wearing Uncle Death sunglasses. I want a pair of them. And there was one guy who was obviously the designated English speaker. <laughs> and the others were just wearing Uncle Death sunglasses and pulling faces. That's pretty much the whole development, isn't it? Yeah. So that was a little bit out there. But then again, I guess the game's a little bit out there. Yeah. It's interesting to note you don't see Suda fronting that game. It's kind of almost like, I think Gung Ho bought Grasshopper Manufacture. Yeah. They pulled yeah. him in and said, what should the theme for this game be? And he said, Uncle Death Skateboards. Tower of Barbs, Death Medals. Wrestling moves. And they just left. And they just left. He left them to come up with whatever that means. That's a pretty good design, Doc, though, mm. if you think about it. So it's look, almost like put all the cool things con- in. he's contracting out his particular kind of style. His brand of craziness. Yeah. It's a Suda51 brand. I had planned on getting to the, ta- to the current top level of the Tower of Barbs and then just quitting, but this will probably come out before then. So yeah, yeah. I don't know what the hell is going to go on then. It's not like you've got anything else to play. Not, no, 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 no more got, hundred until dawn sitting there. Bloodborne. Yeah, I saw a trailer for a new Uncharted game that was coming out, and I thought I should finish all the Uncharted games that I haven't finished, and then get the new one. So, mm. so you pleased with the PlayStation Four purchase so far? Yeah, it's kind of killed the dynamic with my wife a bit. I usually um, 
sit at my computer and she sits at hers. Yeah. And uh, but now it's I sit in the lounge room in front of the PS4 and she sits in here by herself. And then do you, do you just yell from room to room? Sometimes, yeah, and b- b- because I've got um, autosclerosis and can't hear in one ear, I just yell "what" back. It's oh. kind of like watching Steve Austin in the <laughs> in the like early two thousands WWE. Oh, yeah. You should get a t shirt, your own t shirt. Yeah. Which is oh, you, I should totally you- get totally get one of those. <laughs> uh, you should put a TV in the other room, and then you can get the family dynamic back. Yeah, I'm you know thinking about that, but we're trying not to spend money on things like that. We have other things to spend money on. I think you can actually cast the video from the PS4 through the network over through an app onto the PC, so you can even just right. use your PC like a reverse yeah. Steam link. I hope that I would there there would have to be latency there. I would probably think. not sure how much the latency would really be a factor in Persona. Is that a Twitch game? Uh, no, there would be no. Well, there'd be a little bit. When you're sneaking around, maybe, but Let It Die being sort of like a, a Dark yeah, Souls esque yeah. game, that might might be a bit harder to play. Probably. So IO now owns Hitman and is independent. Hey, that's yeah. probably the best outcome that we could have asked for. Yeah, all of our Christmases have come at once. I guess this means pending a cash injection from someone else, we're getting a season two, or eventually, maybe probably. They'll, They'll Next just year. do it on off their own backs and hopefully make enough money. Yeah, well, I mean, I can't imagine it's going to be easy for them now. I mean, independence great and you get creative control and you get to actually keep making the game that you've already started. But, you know, mm. the funding has to be kind of a little bit tighter, I suppose. And I don't know, hopefully it makes for a better game. Hopefully they make some smart decisions that allow them to get a bit more creative. Yeah. I sort of played a little bit of Blood Money, a little bit of the original Hitman, and I think the ones that are in the sort of the levels that are in the new Hitman are probably sort of some of the most interesting and approachable levels that they've ever created, sort of apart from a couple in Blood Money. So I really want to see what they what, what they come up with next, but I don't want them to have to do it without having the resources that they need to do it, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. But on the flip side, you don't want them to have endless resources because then you end up in a Duke Nukem situation. You have to be yeah. resources have to be just scarce enough for them to turn their disadvantages into interesting gameplay. Yeah, creativity is all about solving problems, and if you don't yes. have a problem to solve, you're just kind of wanking on screen, I suppose. Yeah, I would I would call Duke Nukem wanking on screen. <laughs> Literally, that should have been the byline. <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever, wanking on screen. Forever wanking on screen, there you go. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's, there is no full stop at the end of that <laughs> title. It's just wanking, but never a climax. Yes. So, you know, I, I have been off the Hitmans for a little while because there's other things to do, but I am looking forward to throwing cans of spaghetti and circumcision knives at people. How much of a villain do you think Microsoft would be if they threw money at IO now and said, all right, can you make Hitman an exclusive for the Xbox? Uh, pretty big villain, I think. Yeah. Do you reckon that um, they thought about it in a meeting and just went, oh, that, that kind of would, that, no, we don't need that bad press yet. No, not yet. Uh, look, Microsoft needs to come up with their own sort of new independent IPs that they like, then there's no bad press. You just need to come up with something new. Stop giving us Forza and Gears of War and Halo. We we just want something like Sea of Thieves looks good. Start with that and then yeah. keep, keep doing that. Hopefully there's an electronics expo with an extra mm. E on it that soon, where they announce some new IPs that would happen. I don't know. We'll see. I have to keep an Maybe eye they on will, the they will just announce the most powerful console ever. Nah, what are the chances? No. Nobody wants the most powerful console ever. No, they want the most powerful games. That, is, that is, I believe, what we all want. Cool. Well, that's some news. That's some fun news. That's some happy news. 
Now I hear apparently um, zombies are being added to Player Unknown's battlegrounds. Yeah, I kind of heard this, and then I kind of went, "Oh, okay, so they're turning it into DayZ. It's going to be a, an extra mode, I think." Yeah, let's add a mode before we finish the game—a mode that mm. no one really asked for. I don't think. No, that, I think people were enjoying the kind of pure. Yeah, it's just you, you against all of the other um, other players to see who can come up with the best swears on the plane at the start, and then yeah. after that, the game the game's over. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's not you know focus on. Know, fixing all the things that could be fixed. Let's, you know, throw zombies. Let's let's make a zombie mode. If you're in the plane, can you shout about all the drugs and money that you have before everyone else bails out of the plane? That's the first game you play there. Mm. Yep. That's what we call level one. Yes. And then level two is uh, David switching off voice chat pretty much straight away. <laughs> Go- yeah. Just, just Googling, how do you switch off voice chat in Player Unknown? And there's <laughs> three million results telling me how to do that. Yep. Well, there you go. Or you just turn off the sound and make it sort of harder for yourself. <laughs> I have not played that game an awful lot. Uh, I think they need to tweak their reward schedule because I played a couple of times, got some money together. Yep. Didn't really have enough to buy anything to outfit my character and then mm. thought, how oh, to hell with this. I got a reward box and in mm. the reward box, I, I got a white shirt which wasn't really that interesting <laughs> to me because I already had a light grey shirt and they look exactly the goddamn same. I thought you were going to say you opened the reward box, there's just a picture of a middle finger. <laughs> it might as well have been. So I'm like, really, I worked for this, a shirt that I pretty much already have, but no. Right. Well, there you I go. just downloaded and installed the PlayStation r- Remote Play app. Oh, cool. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Or, or we'll be calling it the PlayStation 4 Family Unity app. <laughs> You can give a review of it next week. Yeah. And we we talk about, see if you have to shout less in your apartment. Mm. So I noticed the other day that like a bunch of old games that I had were getting updated on Steam. Like somebody updated Jedi Knight just to change the capitalization of the title on So basically Steam. they've got a work experience kid in who needed to do some yeah. work. And it's like, look, we've got all these little things we can't be fuck fixing because we're so busy making these other things. Can you just go through yeah. these one at a time and push them out to Steam? Yeah. So one of them I noticed was that Two Worlds 2 was updated, which is a, a kind of a weird game, but kind of a funny game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like Skyrim. If somebody describes Skyrim to someone who had some questionable tastes <laughs> and then they just made their own Skyrim. But they sort of added microtransactions into this seven-year-old oh, game. Okay. Is, is anyone still playing it or are they trying to get a, a market? Probably enough people to complain about it on Steam when you add microtransactions yeah, to your seven-year-old right. game. That They also removed console commands, so you couldn't cheat and get just stuff that oh. that, you, that you wanted whatever you wanted. But those are back in now. So, so you're now oh, so I was going to say, so they're now making you pay for all the things that you used to be able to get in con- yep. with console commands. Yep. The the game is now basically, if you could imagine, like, an alleyway and a skip with two worlds, two spray-painted on the front, and the skip is on fire. <laughs> oh, well. So, yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe they're trying to make some money. Maybe they've got an, an idea for another game. Yeah, usually, though, people would just release the new new game and make that rather than, than throw microtransactions into a game that people had already bought yeah. and already thought that it was a, a known quantity. Yeah. So, yeah, that caused the usual amount of outrage around the uh, internet. I think Jim Sterling did a review. There's a lot of colourful reviews on Steam for that game. Probably should have done a Two Worlds 2 letting off Steam. Maybe some, we'll leave, do, do that next week. Some um, previously positive reviews have gone negative. Maybe. Yeah, something like that. 
which has kind of, I think, happened as well another time this week already. Yeah, are you talking about another piece of news about the Grand Theft Auto yeah. modding tool? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like that so was... So 2K and um, Rockstar have previously been okay with this modding tool and then they just came out one day and said it facilitates cheating, so we're stopping it. And the funny thing is is that if you try to um, start a multiplayer game with this modding tool running, it pops up a window that says you can't start a multiplayer game with this modding tool running. That would be a dick thing to do. Yeah. So it doesn't facilitate cheating. As far as I know, that modding tool just does local asset swaps. Yeah, pretty much. It it doesn't push them out over the server. No. Because one of the reasons that they cited for wanting to stop the modding tools was to stop people harassing other people online. Right. I don't know whether it's, you know, showing people giant dicks instead of guns and things like that. But that is impossible with that tool, from what I know. Yeah, it got, it got, very, got very second life in here for a second there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just seems to me that, that Rockstar, like they haven't released any single-player content for GTA V. Yep. They haven't talked about any expansions. It's all just been adding stuff to the multiplayer where they sell their shark cards. They're making some shark money. Somebody even pointed out that, like, in a financial transaction, a shark is someone who's taking advantage of somebody else. Yeah, and pretty they much. just use it. They're just calling them shark cards. They're coming right out and saying yep, They're it. putting it right out there and people are buying them and they're smiling and being very happy about it. Mm. Except they're not now. There's been a, a very concerted effort to uh, switch the previously positive reviews for, for Grand Theft Auto V into overwhelmingly negative reviews. Yeah, well, definitely the most recent reviews are overwhelmingly negative. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't stopped it from being one of the top sellers on Steam, though. No, so. which, you know, like, it's been out for so long... It's already proven. Everyone who's pretty much wants it has got it. No one's really reading a review about Grand Theft Auto V. Mm. All they know is it's Grand Theft Auto V. Lots of people have it. I don't think reviews are really going to hamper anyone yeah. buying that game, or that's not going to hamper them making a Grand Theft Auto Six. Or I did read that what these people were probably doing was buying the game, writing a negative review, and then and then refunding it. Interesting to see that that would still show up on the charts. That it doesn't do negative games from sales, maybe. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Bizarre. So, Atari. Yeah. I saw that <laughs> video, actually. It's one of the few things I did. Well, see, I thought it was just, originally, I thought it was mm. just them doing a new logo, like a new fancy logo animation with a little kind of um, retro sound at the end because uh, SNK went back to the well and they redid their their fancy SNK logo and kind of really brought back the nostalgia for me because they, you know, had the same uh, little musical sting that they did. And I thought that's what Atari were doing. I thought, okay, yeah, fair enough. They've designed a new logo. They're releasing some new games. Awesome. Let's see what happens. And no, apparently they're releasing a console of some kind. Yeah. I think they saw that um, NES Mini money. Yeah. And said, we, we, we want it. we've got some old games. Let's get in on that. So do you think that's what it is? You think that's... Yep. It's a... Is, have they actually announced what it is, or is it still uh, a bit up in the air? No, not really. It's kind of just a, it's an Atari box based on PC technology. So what's to bet it's an Atari emulator running? Yeah, yeah, running probably. running in a in a smaller for PC form factor as possible with HDMI out. Yeah, because I want those twenty six hundred um, giant blocky graphics in high definition <laughs> yeah. crispness, and probably a controller cable that's like eight eight centimeters long. Yeah. Although one of those joysticks would be pretty cool. A USB version of one of those joysticks would be amazing. I'm pretty sure somebody somebody w- will make that for you. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, as long as you can do whatever you want to do with one button. As long as they bring out the breakout paddles, I'll be all right. Oh, yeah. I have a lot of fond memories with breakout paddles. As long as, I, as long as I've got Pitfall 2 on it, mm. I'll, I'll be fine. That, that's another interesting point. Is, are they going to actually have to get licensing from companies like Activision who made these games? Or uh, Probably. How did the... How did Nintendo handle it with the Mini NES? Uh, I don't know. Were they all? They weren't all Nintendo games. No, well, they, they had Mega Man on there, I think. So yeah, so they would Capcom. Been Capcom. They have Cas- Castlevania. Yeah, they had Castlevania. That would, that, so that would have been Konami, who just doesn't give a shit about the games yeah, industry. Yeah, like, so we're going to get money. So sure, no worries. Yeah, <laughs> just can't hand it over. Well, apparently that's not even good enough for Konami anymore. It's like, oh uh, yeah, are we going to get money? Yes. Well, then fuck you. Yeah. Can we make a piece of exercise equipment out of this thing? Yes. Can we make some kind of health spa game? <laughs> Probably. And, and can we make a health spa pachinko machine? They should do that. Health spa pachinko machine exercise equipment all rolled into one with a HDMI out so you can get 4K visuals. Yep. I heard that they were bad-mouthing uh, everybody on Hideo Kojima's team to prospective oh, yeah. employers and saying, you know, don't don't hire these people. Yeah, apparently there's some pretty bad blood out there um, Yeah, from uh, Hideo Kojima um, saying bad shit about the new Metal Gear game or, or whatever they were planning for the new Metal Gear game. Well, you would think so if it was your game and yeah. then they just took it and gave it to somebody else. Yeah, exactly. I mean, all, all he did was give them one of the most recognisable game franchises in all of video gaming. Yeah, and then just eventually, you know, after years, pushed slowly pushed him out to the side and... Didn't really say anything about it, other than you know, they, I think they eventually took his photo off the <laughs> off off the page, right? Off, off the uh, like, oh, these are people who work here. Wait, where's Hideo? No, nope, nope, he's nope. gone. He's running his own thing now. Yeah. So lastly, I just saw a trailer for a King of Fighters CG movie. I watched that just before um, and it we looks, came on. It, look, it looks like PlayStation Two intro CG. I was going to say it doesn't look like really good CG. Is it? No. Is this a TV movie or is this a full length? I don't know. Everyone's got real smooth skin. Yeah. Is this an <laughs> anime they film? They yeah, they haven't quite got bump bump mapping worked out yet. It uh, is throwing me way back to the uh, what was the King of Fighters three D fighting game? EX? No, King of uh, Fighters. King of Fighters Maximum Impact could have been. Yes, it's throwing me back I think to it was that. Maximum Impact. So are those vibes? Maybe they just grabbed the same assets. They couldn't be bothered just redrawing yeah. them. <laughs> that would be awesome. Let's use Maximum so, Impact. So they just find a CD with all the Maximum Impact yeah. models on it and go, "We could make a movie out of this." Sure, let's do it. Our work experience. Yeah, Kids King got of nothing Fighters Maximum Impact was the 3D King of Fighters. I think I have a copy of that, actually. Cool. Maybe you should do a, a video for the site. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Sounds like a good use of your time. All Never right. mind all these other games. Well, I think that's the news. It seemed to be good. I'm sure there was nothing else that we needed to talk about. So let's move on to the bed version of Letting Off Steve. There needs to be a lot more saxophones in this song for a bad version of Letting Off Steam. Or the Possibly saxophones a guy, are a little bit happier in this song. A I guy think. playing a saxophone in front of a smoke machine, maybe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Slowly. He's got, got, some, got some real low lights be, behind him, so the light shines <laughs> up through the smoke. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine ah. that as you're listening to this jaunty riff. I am. Um, yeah, it's it's a good thing that that my wife is at the other end of the house, or we just stop this podcast right now. <laughs> um, 
So I picked Wolfenstein yes. for no discernible reason. I've heard of that game. Is that a new game? Yeah, it is. It's, it's Every game is Wolfenstein, if you recall. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a guy we used to know who knew enough about computer games to know about Wolfenstein. <laughs> so whenever you were playing a video game, he'd say, is that is that Wolfenstein? And so, you'd say, no, this is Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, yeah this is the side-scrolling platform version of Wolfenstein. Yes. This is the, so the first um, game, obviously I picked the original Wolfenstein, Wolfenstein yeah. 3D. We have a negative review from Brad, who has zero hours played. The lowest ever in letting off steam. Okay, well... Um, I don't know how he managed this, but he managed to review a game without spending any time in it. I mean, he may have played it on a different platform and then just purchased it on Steam to write a review, or maybe he was given it on, at some mm. point. But the idea is is that Steam is supposed to prevent you from reviewing games unless you've actually played them. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he got in before they made that rule. I don't know what Steam's doing anymore. All right, so Brad says, This game is actually a not recommendation. I thought this game was new and used 3D technology to come at me like a hieroglyphics, but boy, I was wrong. Do not buy not actual 3D. No, no, it's not. It's no, it's it's the, it's the pixel. Well, they often one. refer to Doom as two point five D, and so Wolfenstein was before Doom. So is that like two point one two five D? Probably it's two point one pixels per two point two five D. Is that like five point one? It's a uh, two point one Nazi three D. This is the three D that we would have had if Germany had have won won the war. It's the three D Reich. Yeah, but 3D. How would that even we need work? To, we, we need to move on to a positive review before we get way too many chilies on uh, iTunes. We need to workshop that. Yeah, we have a positive review from Nightman Cometh with 0.5 hours. A lot of low numbers in letting us steam this week, yeah, I noticed. Yeah. Well, you know, and his, it's a short His game. positive review is, are you really reading the reviews for Wolfenstein 3D right now? The three Reich. There you go. Figure the Reich views. Yes. Are you Reiching the Reich views for Reichenstein 3D right now? Yep. Okay. We are on a list now somewhere. That's just enough. <laughs> oh, dear. So next I picked Return to Castle Wolfenstein, which is the very game that uh, the guy we knew often thought we were playing when we were playing yeah. Operation Flashpoint or something yeah. like that. Um, World of Warcraft. Yeah, yeah. I see that you've got lots of gems falling from the top of the screen. Is that Wolfenstein 3D? Is that Alpha Nazi? I don't know. Yes. Those gems, the Nazi gold that was stolen. (laughs) Um, So we've got a negative review from Jerry Bailu12 with 9.1 hours. He's put some time into Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah. He says, change resolution from 800 by 600 to 1080, and now the game won't load on start, and it says GL is not open. No, I love the idea of OpenGL just suddenly not being yeah, open. Yeah, it's closed GL. <laughs> it's closed now. Microsoft has bought it and turned it into DirectX 13. <laughs> Goddamn, GL, open up. I want to see your creamy insides. If I ever make a game, there's going to be one screen with an error message that just says GL is not open. <laughs> it's um, one of my favorite error messages that I ever got on a PC. I'm sure I've got a screenshot of it somewhere, and if I can find it, which I probably won't be able to in, with the equipment I have here... I'll put it as the show notes uh, image, but it's um, Windows ran out of triangles. Yes. <laughs> so, <I was> like, <laughs> That'd be more, more accurately your 3D card, but I think it's passing them to Windows and it said to Windows, no, nah, sorry, I'm out. Yeah, it's like, you should just make some more. You're a computer. Computers make triangles. I didn't think they were that hard. 
My favorite one was an old one with Microsoft Access where every now and then you would try to quit and it would just pop up a text box that just said, you're not allowed to quit now. <laughs> it's like, is this motivational or yeah, yeah. Is, it a th- is it a threat? Or- no, no, you should keep going. You need, to, you need to work through the pain and come out the other end a better person. Yeah. So uh, I have a positive review from Jay Keeft, Keift, with eight hours in Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah. And he says, I used to think first-person shooters were all about the graphics. I used to think old games like this one just weren't worth it anymore in the modern era of action games. I was an idiot. (laughs) Return to Castle Wolfenstein was a pretty good game, uh, from what I remember. And then it spawned that Wolfenstein enemy territory sort of Quake mod. And then the actual game Quake enemy territory, which lasted for a little while and then kind of fizzled out, which I actually own. I don't think it starts anymore on Steam. Uh, maybe we can, maybe we can do a, maybe we can do a quick look of that one day. I would test it, but it doesn't run on this Tascam recorder. Right, I've got close to me. Do you reckon that somebody's ported Doom to the Tascam recorder yet? Probably, probably. It's on everything else. You know what I've just realised is that this setup I have here of a microphone going into a thing and then the other lead coming out, going into my phone, which is enabling mm-hmm. the voice chat. Is I'm just experiencing what it's going to be like voice chatting on the Switch. Right. Okay. So, well, and I can tell go. you right now from an early adopter's <laughs> review, it's yep. not the ideal solution. <laughs> no. This. But if your console is not powerful enough to run your voice chat and you're networking at the same time as it runs the game, then every suddenly, every, when all you've got is a hammer, every solution looks like a nail. <laughs> Do you reckon we could podcast through the Switch? Would it be easier Possibly. than podcasting through this Tascam unit? Probably easier podcasting through the Tascam unit, I would imagine. Yeah, okay, we'll see how it go. I can't imagine voice chat being any better on the Switch no. than it is here. Oh, well, just a thought right. that sprung into my brain. So Let's for go. the last game, I chose Super Noah's Ark 3D. That's not a Wolfenstein game. It is a Wolfenstein game. Oh, right, because, okay. Uh, sort of, Does it have <laughs> Nazis? Yeah, well, no. There's a game. There's a, a there's a game, game company called Wisdom Tree that kind of really liked releasing sort of ripoffs of other games. And I think this they actually bought the engine from id Software and changed all the enemies and the levels and right. turned Wolfenstein into a game about Noah shooting animals with slingshots to get them back onto the ark. Were they Nazi animals? Was there a dog? Possibly. I don't know. What kind of animal do you think Hitler would be if he was in Super Noah's Ark 3D? I don't know. I was, I was going to say walrus for some reason, but I think that's just because that's got walrus. a bit of a mustache. Ah, okay. He's got the. I don't think the walrus was like a dick or anything. I don't think he wanted to no. get rid of any other animals. When I was a kid and we grew up Catholic, and they talked about the flood, I always wondered what would happen. What happened to the animals that could swim? <laughs> they were fine. You didn't have to collect fish. Right. I, mean, I, I think that's fine. But does that mean that God just likes those animals because He chose a method to destroy the world that just doesn't actually? affect them maybe it was god trying to do natural selection and noah just fucked mm. him over he was like no no i've made a mistake i have to get rid of some animals uh the only way i can do this is by flooding and then we'll be everything will be fine oh i think i know what it is and noah caused it all he's he's playing some kind of rts game and his units unit queue is full <laughs> and he wanted to get rid of a bunch of units to build new ones yeah. so he just he just killed off a bunch of units he wanted to build way cooler animals and now he can't because noah saved them all yes so we're stuck with elephants and walruses, and a donkey, and we could have yep. cats with wings or something. We could have had and a, griffins. And a, and a dove, because if you remember the Noah's Ark story, the, he re- they released a dove and something something comes back with an olive branch, something. Is it, or is that the peace thing? 
Yeah, well, it's sort of part of the story is they knew that land that the floodwaters had receded enough um, because the dove managed to find like a live tree thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you hear about the the doves being released from the Vatican the other day? No. So please tell me Pope they got Fra- killed in some horrible fashion. <laughs> that was funny. Well, you, yeah, you may have jumped the gun there. Um, so Pope Francis and two kids released two peace doves yep. in Rome the other day, and they were immediately attacked by a local crow and a seagull. <laughs> Who obviously aren't really into peace. No. <laughs> there's some real nasty photos. Well, not nasty, but just the fucking not crow ideal, coming though. down with the talons out. Yeah, yeah. It's getting some stuff done. Yeah. It reminds me of the time I went to Werribee Open Range Zoo because... Yeah. We were taking the kids around and because we didn't have anything else to do. And we were riding on the the little um, bus that they've got and it takes you around. You see the water buffaloes and the camels and then it takes you through and you see rhinoceros and giraffes and all that kind of shit. And I distinctly remember the tour guide, she kind of pointed off to the right and said, and over there, and then she stopped halfway through a sentence, pointed to the left and said, over there you'll see some camel. So I instinctively went, there's something cool over on the right happening that we weren't meant to see. So I Mm. shot my head around and I saw one of the rangers with a rifle (laughs) tranking a water buffalo. Cool. Which which was amazing. And I was like, whoa, that's cool. And then everyone looked back at the... (laughs) (laughs) Two ago, refused to talk to you for the rest of the day. Pretty much. The kids are like, what's that happening? I was like, well... (laughs) Sometimes they need to put the water buffaloes to sleep and he's not really shooting them. He's just giving him a medicine, but he has to give the medicine using a gun. <laughs> I imagine that anytime you want to do anything with water buffaloes, they need to be put to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. Just, you know, feed them probably. Get, we need to close. get back to Super Noah's Ark 3D. Okay, let's get back. We have a positive review from Shaft. Yeah. The the Shaft, maybe. Shaft. Just hanging out. Hanging out, playing Super Noah's Ark 3D. Yeah, yeah. For 0.4 hours, and his review is 10 out of 10 commandments. You damn right. Mm. There you go. We might as well just, just nix right into the into the <laughs> negative review the here. One. Is it any yeah. better than this one? Kind of. It's a review from Vahid Slayer of All. Which okay. It doesn't sound like he should be playing Super no, Noah's Ark 3D. No, he's, he's, he's not saving animals. No, definitely not for 8.7 hours. No. And his uh, review is, who the hell taught these damn goats to serpentine? <laughs> and you remember that they probably didn't change the AI yeah, when they yeah. changed the character models, so those goats <laughs> are just going to be moving from side to side. Do you reckon that the um, bottom of the screen had Noah's face and it was slowly getting more and more beat up the more animals attacked him? I don't know. Um, I know the game's available on Steam, which is probably a mistake. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've seen screenshots of it. I've actually seen it being played, but I've never actually sort of played it myself. Okay. Probably one of my great failings as a gamer is I have not played Super Noah's Ark 3D, and I have not played Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Garden. <laughs> uh, I have not played Charles Barkley Shut Up and Jam Garden. No. Hmm. I'm looking at a screenshot. It's got Noah's face down there, and he just seems to be getting more surprised there you I go. Think, when he loses health. Maybe the more animals for some, he gets some onto reason, his ship, he gets happier. The Ark is full of just photo portrait photos of Noah huh. <laughs> instead of photos of like Hitler. Oh, right. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, yeah, Do you reckon that there's secrets hidden behind some of the photos? Possibly. Who knows? What would they be? <laughs> like maybe- If he's bought three of Wendy Animal on. <laughs> yeah. Just God behind one of the mirrors with a microphone. 
So no, <laughs> you don't you pay no attention to the man behind the picture. I think this was originally released on the NES, wasn't it? Or the Super NES? I don't know. And that, yeah. This company, Wisdom Tree, was uh, notorious, apparently, for releasing bootleg Christian copies of <laughs> Super Nintendo games. <laughs> or nin- Nintendo games. What other games would they release? <laughs> Well, so the thing is, is that you had to have the per- Nintendo's permission to release games on their console. That was the Nintendo seal of approval. Yeah, that yeah, was their getting absolutely. getting around their fact that Atari killed the video system, video game yep. industry just by releasing crap. So Someone went to them, can I release ET? And that, nope, you don't get nope. a certificate. So somebody figured out or reverse engineered um, Nintendo Entertainment System cartridges, and these guys just bought a stack of them and made games. How would they repurpose Kirby into a religious game? Well, I sort of don't really Jesus have taking like, on a, the my, skills of all the other by sucking them I into his know. body. I think they kind of made their made their own games, but I think a bunch of them were repurposed from two D platformers. Uh, but my first console was a Nintendo sixty four, so I might not be the best person to talk about. They made a religious kart racer. Jesus rode yeah, around check- on a cross with wheels. Mm. And checking uh, Wikipedia, they seem to have ripped off Crystal Mines, The Legend of Zelda, apparently. Okay. I suppose Jesus had to get shit done, and, you know, it's a mm. long way. Yeah. He would have met Moses at some point, and you had to complete a task for Moses, so he would part the Red Sea for you so you can get through to the next level. That would have been in it. Something like that. I don't know. He would have uh, stumbled across a tavern that they only had water, but all the uh, people were sad, and they would have, and then he would have had to completed a task to turn water into wine. Mm. Um, he would have encountered another body of water, and then had to get the magical boots, which would have allowed him to walk across the top of the water. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what else we could. Yeah, that's the one game I can probably see an adventure game with Jesus. Maybe they, someone should make a remake of that. In high I watched definition. some videos of some of them a while ago, and they all just seemed to be like just hard out, difficult as hell platformers because they weren't balanced. And you yeah. know, occasionally you would die for no good reason. I'm just flicking through the Wikipedia article, and there's some <laughs> some really interesting. This company is like they started out as a game as a company called Color Dreams, uh, and they made unlicensed Nintendo games. Nintendo refused to stock their stuff, so they started to put out games with biblical themes that they could just sell in, like, Christian stores. <laughs> and so they would have three-foot uh, Bible adventures dis- displays as well as VHS cassettes showing gameplay. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, okay. All right. Well, there you go. There's some steam Yeah, we've let off, religious and Nazi-related steam. Mm. Uh, we're going to move on to full informatic. Now, yes. I've only got the one thing in here, and you may have yes. corrected this last week but i completely forgot to do our official sign off in episode 22 so i'll be sure to do the correct sign off this week i don't think i corrected that at all in fact i think i probably did a worse sign off than you in episode 23 all right cool but i just want to let everyone know that we still do love what you do and i don't want to oh i I did actually do that bit i just didn't do the rest of it no no, i did all the other bit except for the bit where we talk about our appreciation for everyone else who's listening and i didn't do that and i just want to let everyone know that I do appreciate you. I do appreciate everything you do and everything that you listen to mm. us. So for everyone at home laying on their bed with their chips and their rose petals and their yeah. seals kiss from a rose, yep. Dave does actually love you. I do. Let's have a, a little bit of a love-in, a little bit of a semi-cast mm. love-in. All right. So there you go. Uh, we're going to move on to releases of the week. Mm, Nintendo got around to releasing arms here. Did you get it? Have you played no. it? Have you seen it? I've seen it. I watched a bunch of videos and I was kind of on the fence. Um, but I realized that since you need both 
Joy-Cons to play it. Yes. Um, I would need to buy another Joy-Con if I wanted to you have uh, three? play with my wife. Oh, you, you would need one more set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. So, I showed her a video of the game and said, do you think you'd be interested in this? And she went, ah. <laughs> so, no, I did not end up buying a copy of ARMS. It's the uh, semi-cast review of ARMS is, eh. I don't know. I might Kinda get it eventually. I don't know. It looks gimmicky. That's the problem with Nintendo. You say, I'll, I'll, I'll get it eventually, and then the price never comes down. Yeah. The, the console gets end of life, and the games are still $79. There are still Wii U games that are $79. Mm. Well, you know, at least they're keeping their brand name, their brand name. Yeah, you're buy, buying that Nintendo seal of quality. Yeah. All right. right. Uh, well, there you go. Well, this is the week one game. Mm. Coming up. Arms was big, big release. No one wants to go up against that. No, no. Uh, coming up on the site. Yeah. We I took a look at Brigador Up Armored Edition, which is like an isometric mech game. Kind of got the sim- similar gameplay to Syndicate. Yep. Seems to be real indie game made by four guys. Is this uh, one you got in your humble bundle? It is, yeah. And I, I'm sort due? of slowly next, next, next bundle due soon. Probably, well, actually, probably in about two or three weeks. Actually, yeah, okay. This is a mech game, and they've got a story, but it's like an indie game, so it kind of feels like it's being told in the same way that the story in uh, EYE Divine Cybermancy is. Yeah, okay. It's like I'm I'm playing a guy and. I'm in a mech, and the supreme leader has died, and now I have one night to free this city. Yep. And I'm playing this guy, and then I just jump in the next mission. And I'm playing a lady with melty stuff coming out of her eyes and her mouth. <laughs> it's like what the what happened to the other guy? <laughs> and then I play another mission. And I'm somebody else, but they seem to be talking to the same person. So I don't know. Just hopefully, yeah. we discover something about the game in your video. Yeah, I actually liked it. I thought it was like a fun game to play and it's sort of interesting gameplay-wise. It's just that the story seemed to be all sorts of batshit crazy. And okay. Like I originally, I looked it up to set me like, are these guys like Russian or French or something and there's like an issue with translation? But no, they're they're actually American. All right, well, good luck. Let's see how that yeah. works out. That's already out. So well, by the time you hear this, you should be able to watch okay. that. Okay, well, you, I'm just going to let you know that you there's a high chance you will hear this. If you don't hear this, it means that whatever recording system I've got set up here didn't work. So right. it seems to work. I'm watching the little um, volume lights go up and down and yep. seems to be recording. The little timer's ticking up, so all good. I'm pretty sure that my end will work. So maybe if my end works, you can just beatbox along with whatever I'm yeah, saying okay. and we I'll, can just release that. Or I can just pretend and I'll just listen to it and just then re-record what I think I said in yeah. the, in its place. Excellent. Sounds like a plan. Yes, it does, Anthony, sound like a plan. Absolutely. This is your attempt to um, <laughs> to fit in with what I'm saying. That is my attempt to try and fit into what you are saying. Right. It is right. Yes, you are correct. All right. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions or comments about oh, geez, anything, please send them in to semicast at semiinformatic.com. Uh, if that site is indeed up again, we had some DNS issues a couple of weeks ago, and I, but I think that's all sorted out now. Uh, or you can send us a message on Twitter, which is not having DNS issues, where you can find us at Semi-Informatic. Maybe we can release the podcast in text version on Twitter, 148 characters in little chunks. I'm sure Like that game Sword and Sorcery 3D. Yeah. Uh, you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, where you can also find past episodes. And while you're there, we'd love it if you could take a few seconds to leave a rating and a review. I actually haven't caught up with the episode from last week, where mm. you and Chris jammed on some MMOs for 
four hours. A little while, yeah. So maybe because I wasn't actually an official part of that episode, I could go listen to that episode and review it because I wasn't part of it and I could officially do that as, should should I review it? Yeah, possibly. I don't yeah. know. How much do you like talking about City of Heroes? <laughs> I like City of Heroes. Run and play with right, an awesome Okay, character. well then, off you go. All right. Well, you can also find the Semicast Show Archives, that episode, as well as all of our other videos online at semiinformatic.com. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm hoping this works with this prototype switch voice chat setup I've got going on here. My name's David Shack. Hopefully, you're hearing me. I'm here with Anthony Murphy. And remember, because I'm not going to forget this time, that we love, that you love, doing what you love. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you next week when I might be in a house, but maybe not. Who knows? See you later. Bye.